The jaguar has seen a rapid decrease in population. The death rates of jaguars are increasing um, and birth rates are decreasing, which means the population is also decreasing. This means that after more time passes, the population is now exponentially declining. The exponential decay of the jaguar is serious as there are only about 15,000 jaguars alive. Jaguars struggle because they compete with humans for most of their prey. They are a tertiary consumer, which means the only thing above them is a human. They don't have any competitors, really, except for humans. The main reason humans are a threat to jaguars is because they can trade jaguar fur for lots of money, which is another reason the population is declining so quickly. The humans hunt the jaguars, which is how they get that fur. The jaguar is definitely a predator type of species. They hunt nearly 85 different species of prey. Um, it doesn't have any threats uh, except for humans as it is typically the biggest cat in the forest or in the jungle. Um, jaguars are able to eat land prey. They can hunt for fish and even kill and eat tree dwellers, which are like monkeys and things like that. Um, so a food web, the food web kind of looks like something along the lines of as the producers are more of the like fruits and grasses and the primary consumers are more of like insects, like tree bugs and all that stuff, um, ants and all that. And then you have your secondary consumers, which are more of like the um, armadillos in some cases, uh, the tree dwellers such as monkeys and orangutans and things like that. And then you have your tertiary consumers, which are, which is the jaguar and also pythons. Um, so the primary consumers eat the fruits and veggies that are grown through photosynthesis. Then the secondary consumers eat the primary consumers and the fruits and veggies, which are typically small animals or insects. That means the energy was transferred from the fruits and veggies to the primary consumers, then to the secondary consumers. After that comes the tertiary consumer, which is the jaguar. The jaguar eats everything below it, such as monkeys, armadillos, and 85 other species of prey. This in turn means that the fruits and veggies transfer energy to the primary consumers, which then transfers energy to the secondary consumers, and then finally to the tertiary consumer, the jaguar, which means they get the, the rest of the energy. The biggest limiting factor to jaguars is that they live in the rainforest, and there is a big loss in habitat due to human development in these areas. This means that the jaguars must migrate to different areas, which leaves them vulnerable to be hunted by humans at any point or vulnerable to starvation if they can't find any prey. Since the population is so low for jaguars, they are trying to help the carrying capacity rise. The only way to do this is by having defenders of wildlife put together a plan to put these cats in areas where they most likely cannot be hunted by people. Also, they are trying to fight against the construction of human development so these cats have a habitat to survive in. The only dependent factor would be predation. People hunting these cats can and has been a big factor in the declining population. 
These jaguars help keep the prey population in check, the prey to predator population in check, as they hunt over 85 different species. The independent factor would be a drought if that occurred, because in the rainforest, they're known for precipitation. But if a drought occurred with no precipitation, that could cause the producers to not produce, which means everything above it in the food web or chain would end up dying. The jaguar is a tertiary consumer at the top of the food web. The only animal it doesn't mess with are pythons, which is also another tertiary consumer. That could technically be mutual because the python doesn't mess with jaguars and the jaguar doesn't mess with the python, so they're a pretty mutual relationship. Um, the jaguar in its natural habitat engages in many symbiotic relationships, including parasites and com commensalism. Screwworms are one of the examples of parasites that the jaguar can have. The screwworms are worms that fly in tropical regions and land on warm-blooded mammals or animals, same thing, to eat their tissues. Jaguars are solitary animals, which means they live alone. They hunt alone and they live alone until meat mating season. The jaguar interacts with the others in the population because they mostly eat everything. Jaguars always have negative interactions with the population because the jaguar is the tertiary consumer, which means it is either hunting its prey or the jaguar itself is hunted by a human, which means that is negative interactions. The jaguars hunt and live alone, so it has a better success working individually. They cooperate with each other. However, they usually are independent and do everything by themselves. It doesn't mess or cooperate with one another unless it is mating season because other than that, they're a solitary species, which means they are living alone. Due to the lack of predators, the jaguar has exceeded the carrying capacity. This means that the amount of prey to predators will have an exponential curve, resulting in the prey curve exponentially decreasing and the predator to rapidly increase. The balance of predator to prey will be thrown off tremendously. The resources these jaguars would need to fight for will be very limited. This would result in dependent factors moving and ruining this population. The biggest factor that would ruin the population is competition. The jaguars would not have enough resources for all of them to get the same amount, which would result in the death of many jaguars. Jaguars are independent creatures. They do almost everything alone except for mating, obviously. They hunt and live alone. This means another factor that you would have to look at is space. They're going to have to compete for space because based on how big their habitat is, they might not all have the same space, which could upset some. Jaguars are very vicious creatures, so they could end up killing one another. Very rare. But that would also bring the population to an all-time low. This goes for all creatures. Resources are what attracts animals. So wherever the resources are, that is where you can expect to find the animals as well. This means that due to the lack of predators and animals exceeding carrying capacity, there will be a tremendous increase to one species and a decrease in another. So if a severe drought were to hit it would negatively affect the jaguars in a really big way. 
First off, a drought is classified as an independent factor because it doesn't matter what happens, it's going to wipe the population and it is forced. The one thing that everyone thinks of is water. Lack of water is no good, no matter what you are talk about, talking about, in most cases at least. Every animal needs water to survive. They drink the water and that is their source of water. If there is a drought, water becomes scarce. The amount of water is very limited, resulting in it becoming a limited resource. Well, if every animal needs water to survive and there's a lack in the rainforest, all animals are going to have to compete for it, which becomes a dependent factor of competition. If you dig a little deeper, though, if there's no water in the rainforest, the animals that don't need as much water will survive much longer than the ones without. The jaguar eats other animals. It is a tertiary consumer, which means it is, it's one of the larger animals. The primary consumer eats vegetation and such. The secondary eat the primary consumers, and the jaguar eats everything. If there's a drought, there isn't enough water for the vegetation to survive, which makes it hard for the primary consumers to survive, which makes it hard for secondary and obviously for the tertiary. A lack of water is very important to a certain environment because it is a resource that almost everything needs in order to survive. So if there's lack of water, that's no good. So if a pesticide were to spread into the area, well, at the start of a pesticide spreading into an area, it will have little to no effect because it doesn't really do anything and it hasn't spread to its full. As it starts to spread more and the concentration starts to rise, it becomes more deadly to the animals. This could affect the animals because the jaguar eats a lot of different animals. But if this pesticide spreads into the rainforest, it could wipe the animals that the jaguar needs in order to survive. The pesticide could be deadly to vegetation and if the primary consumers can't eat the vegetation or the vegetation is bad because of the pesticide, it will make it so the prey population decreases at an alarming rate. This would mean that the jaguar would not have any food to eat. As we all know, if the species doesn't have the food to eat, they will die and it will have a large impact not only on that species, but the species that rely on it. The 10% rule refers to 10% of the energy from the previous level of, <clears throat> like the previous level of the chain. So such as, the producer to the primary consumer. This means that if the previous energy has no energy to offer to the next level, there will be a lack of energy and everything will have a tougher time surviving. If you are an animal such as an insect, you struggle because you don't get the energy from the vegetation. So that 10% rule kind of screws you. Then you have an animal like an orangutan or something like that, that relies on vegetation to give the primary consumers energy. So the primary consumers can give them energy. Then you have a jaguar or a python who are both tertiary consumers. They have it the hardest because you have to rely on the vegetation to give the energy to the primary consumers who then give it to the secondary and then to the tertiary. It is a whole chain of events. So everything needs to work together in order to be successful. So if a non-native insect reduces ground cover, well, First of all, the jaguar will not have enough space to live and have prey that will have no space to live at all. 
There are more prey than predators in an ecosystem. So if the prey don't have enough space to live, the jaguar will have no food. Therefore, the jaguar would end up dying. If there was a reduction with ground cover, the vegetation would not have enough space to survive either. If the vegetation couldn't survive, primary consumers couldn't survive, secondary consumers couldn't survive, and obviously tertiary consumers couldn't survive. This also means they wouldn't be transferring energy to the higher levels. If there's a lack of resources, the population would decline because all the animals need resources in order to survive. Also, resources attract the animals, so you can bank on animals being by the resources. Also, if animals don't have enough resources or space, it could change their behavior. If they get super upset or angry, they could start fighting with other animals within the environment and cause an upsetting decrease in population. The jaguar is actually the apex predator in the ecosystem. If the jaguar was removed from the population, the prey-to-predator ratio would look ridiculous. The jaguars help keep the prey-to-population check and though the prey-to-population ratio in check. If there was a lot more prey and smaller animals, the vegetation would be a lot more limited. This is for the sole purpose that the smaller animals eat the vegetation, and if there was not enough vegetation left, the population would have an exponential decline. If there was a removal in jaguars, the apex predator would then become one of the secondary consumers. The secondary consumers eat the primary consumers, which eat the vegetation. The carrying capacity of the smaller species would rise to a high because there wouldn't be anything eating them. But then they would run out of resources, or when the resources start to get limited, the carrying capacity would lower. Everything is based on resources, so if there is no apex predator, the secondary consumer population would rise, which would decrease the primary consumers, because the secondary are eating them, which means the secondary consumers would obviously decline. I don't exactly know how to answer if it would negatively or positively affect uh, the jaguar because it's the apex predator but it would probably be a negative effect because there would be no more jaguars left if there happened to be a disease that spread through the environment a lot of bad things would happen the disease wouldn't necessarily affect the producers such as grass but when you start talking about animals it has a huge effect on them if the disease spread to the primary consumer, that population would decrease. When the secondary consumers eat the primary consumers, they could get the disease carried from the primary consumer. When the tertiary consumer eats the secondary consumer, they could get the disease carried from the secondary or the primary consumer. So, so they could have like a double effect on them. As you get higher on the trophic levels, the worse it would get if the disease starts to spread. For example... There's a banana tree laying around. The banana tree isn't going to get the disease. The fruit bat eats the bananas from the tree and is all good. However, when the chimpanzee eats the fruit bat, the chimp gains the disease and it starts spreading quicker. When the jaguar eats the chimp, the jaguar gets the disease carried from either the fruit bat or the chimp or it could get the disease from the fruit bat and the chip. The jaguar is a tertiary consumer, which is the top of the food web, so they get the disease spread from a lot more animals rather than just one. The producers need 1,000 kilograms. The primary consumers need 100 kilograms. 
The secondary consumers need the need 10 kilograms and the apex predator or tertiary consumer needs one kilogram.